Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Faith Family and the In Between podcast. And I have another special guest with me. Uh, um, and we're going to have a, a, a lovely discussion, I hope, <laughs> about um, you know the, the state of, of Nigeria. Um, but first of all, let me introduce my guest to you. Faling, what's up? <laughs> Hi, Soto. Thanks for having me on your platform. I'm really happy to be here with you today. And um, hopefully I don't um, get so upset, but we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually really uh, uh, happy and glad that you, you, know, you joined me today. Uh, and we're talking about a really interesting subject matter. You know, so I, I remember it's probably almost three weeks or so now. You know, I, I put up um, some posts on my Instagram story um, or some questions, uh, uh, really, you know, asking about some things regarding Nigeria. And actually that day, I think something had happened or I had read something uh, online about what was going on in Nigeria. And I thought to myself, like, ah, it would be interesting to find out how, you know, people also think about this. You know, what do people, what do Nigerians think about what is going on um, in Nigeria? And I was, <laughs> I was blown away by the responses, but in particular, your response. <laughs> I, I felt like you brought fire and brimstones <laughs> and so much energy that day. Um, and you know i after that we we decided you know I, I hit you up and i was like hey do you want to come up and you know that's yeah. that's why we're here um today yeah so yeah. i think first of all let me just ask you where does your passion for for nigeria come from um actually i i think it's started. i don't know where it came from but i've always liked um history culture like right from time like even in eic myself and some went to the same secondary school so that's right, i did that's history right. yes <laughs> so i did history in secondary school i've always wanted to find out like i remember when we had to speak between government and history i was like i need to know what happened back then for me to know what's going on now so i've always wanted to know about nigeria and i feel like nigeria has a lot of culture and history behind it that a lot of us have not even touched mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, I remember when, when we were talking on, on Instagram, you know, one of the questions that I, I put up on my story was uh, if people still believe in, in this idea of like one Nigeria, you know, we need to stay united. And I was actually surprised somehow to see that most of the respondents, I think I got about 50 people that responded. And there were more people who said they actually don't believe in one Nigeria than people who do believe in Nigeria. One Nigeria, and I think you are one of the people who said they don't. So, firstly, I would like to hear why you don't. And I remember we also had like a conversation on some of the things that would, what what it will mean for Nigeria to split up. And I know we we kind of didn't completely agree. Yes. Yeah, in that part. But first of all, tell me mm-hmm. like why should Nigeria split up? Like. Actually, I'm not, let me not say, I'm not 100% like pushing for this place, but if that's the final resolution for things like, I feel like we've not, we've run out of options at this point. Like, I feel like there's some people that just want things done a certain way and people want things done a certain way and it's just not working out. And honestly, like, for example, like we forget, I don't, I think we look at division as such a bad thing. Like we forget Soviet Union actually coughed out 11 countries. Like mm. it's very possible 
for a division to happen and still be at peace mm-hmm. but here is the thing now like i the reason why i don't even really believe in division like that because i just know that it's still going to be nigeria which just borders whatever the countries are whether we do biafra or right. we do our, we mm-hmm. like because of how much we interdepend on each other right. like everybody gets most of people get their food from the north we are getting oil from the south mm-hmm. everything is it's literally going to still be nigeria without borders like even and the crime is just going to get worse because now they you're not going to be able to control and how to start the country is not easy like you need money exactly so <laughs> as much as like it's it's a very big fantastic boss like it pains me that it's not working at that point i think i'll stop that <laughs> but realistically we can't that's like that can't really happen it, it will it might i can't even see it happening because of how like poor we all are right now mm-hmm. so i can't think of who how how a country can be formed one any country can be formed right now yeah but it would honestly if it could if it was a fantasy that could be fulfilled i would definitely support it because i just feel like the division the division is too much the interest are too much even just even going back to our history like i was saying from the start the way the british um did the division was not even making sense and they the relationship they had with the North was different from the relationship they had with the other parts of Nigeria and it's just all this is still running right now. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do agree with you there and I, I completely also agree that there's a lot of history um behind you know, yeah, when you talk about how Nigeria was formed and um all that went on through in the in you know, from nineteen sixty up to nineteen ninety nine. Um but I think it was uh, uh what's his name bishop kuka I, I was listening to him the other time and he said something mm-hmm. like it's actually cheaper for nigeria to stay together yeah yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> because it's it's literally the best thing we can do right now for ourselves the fantasy the division is a fantasy yeah so go on yeah go on. <laughs> because indeed like when, when you think about the things that are going on in the country right now you know it's it's really like we had a tension point you know our elastic mm-hmm. point where it seems like the country should uh, split up but mm-hmm. if we do split up it will be very expensive you know yes. like you were saying to start for countries to like start over you know mm-hmm. for for all this you know drawing the boundaries and all of that so mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of questions to answer and nobody actually wants to get to that point right you mm-hmm. know but i do also see um the need for people to come together at the table and to constructively talk about what is the basis of our union like why are we nigeria you know and what do we want to to gain from being nigeria if not i think where we are at currently it's more or less like just kiss sarah sarah whatever will be you will be but we need to be really careful because if we if we break up just like you know what happened in sudan mm-hmm. i don't know how well mm-hmm. south sudan is doing currently but i know there are still uh, uh, problems you know and and mm-hmm. troubles over there so even libya as well yeah so so splitting up actually might not be the best solution and when you think about you know the fact that we might actually a war might need to happen to split up mm-hmm. Then, yeah. yeah, the number of lives that will be lost will be, I, I think, catastrophic, even more than what we had in the Civil War. What is the value of a Nigerian life? I, I personally think we ourselves. Let's consider we don't value ourselves. <laughs> Let's just be honest with ourselves. If we knew our value, 
first place. Half of us will not even be taking what we are taking. Like, mm. like the thing we come, okay, let's even say we so like we are still going to bribe, but everybody is still corrupt in one way or another. We somebody I read was reading somewhere so um yesterday and someone was like, every Nigerian can be bought, and it's wow. unfortunate, but it all comes from this greed that I'm talking about. That any little thing can any little form of money can just waver your principles you mm-hmm. everything that you have and i'm not saying every nigerian is like that let's not stereotype but if until we come to the conclusion ourselves we don't value ourselves the only way we value people is the higher the more money you have the more value you place right. on you yeah. when you come to a certain society they place value on you based on your talents based on what you have to offer based on your brain even the things that you have not even achieved they believe that you can achieve these things that's how they value people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And back home, it's just like you know, get money, and you you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Literally, everybody saying, "Do you know who I am? Who are you?" People wait for your car to charge you prices by the look of things. That's how they cost you. Nothing, no price is fixed in Nigeria. Let's even start with that. So, just even things like this, we don't value ourselves. No one is going to value us. That's why they keep us poor. Yeah. So that they can keep looking down on us and still be the higher value people mm-hmm. and they are just using money like money is literally what's causing all our problems literally right now like you know when they say money is the root of yeah. all evil mm. yeah, it's really what's happening right now in nigeria in my opinion yeah. right now because everything still goes back to that you know what i i i do think though that there is there is a great opportunity here for nigeria and why i say so is like when i when i look back to ntas you know that mm-hmm. happened last year number one the ruling class didn't expect something like that can ever happen that's what i'm happy about you know in yes. the country so it's i touching everybody yeah i feel like that was a, <laughs> that was a taste of what can actually come in the future because mm-hmm. if you look at the demographics of nigeria as well how many percentage of us are like 20 to, to 35 years it's a lot so the young yes. generation is you know rules the demographics in nigeria Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it means that these people who are currently in power and have messed up since 1999 and even beyond that are going to be gone in a few years oh yeah definitely yeah but sometimes (laughs) you know i I still worry though there's there's an opportunity for this generation to actually like take over and, and change things but when you look at some of these young people who are like essays to to governors or essays to national assembly members it's they've the same bought. thing that they are doing you know they've been <laughs> exactly they've been bought <laughs> oppressing they people they pay people on twitter to come and support them they paid 200k on twitter <laughs> come on so i'm not even joking oh my goodness yeah. oh my goodness people like can be bought it's 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 what we're saying but i think i feel like the best way i've thought about it i think with nigeria we should just stop believing that we should put things in people's hands. This is what technology is here for. Mm. I feel like if you can even just start voting by technology, let people even start seeing that their votes by will count. Mm. I believe that people will go out and buy phones. Do you know, because of NSAS, about like almost 3 million Twitter users came, new Twitter users joined, wow. just because they wanted to be part of all these things that were happening wow, on the internet. Even just during the lockdown, people, more people were joining the internet, which is, I think, part of part of the reason that Jack was like they was wanted to. If you notice, the Ghanaian job was mostly for Nigeria, so that's another case. <laughs> but um, 
so like i believe that if people see that this thing, everybody is suffering like i was saying to you that we just need to create awareness if you tell people that okay this 2k where did they give you no go shop tomorrow and mm. they are showing them pictures of their private jets we have pictures of people like what's that you know malaya enjoying mm. kind take that to a village let them see it that's okay this person you have voted for that gave you bag of rice yeah look at what's happening and like if they even see that there's a chance that their votes can count which i think it's this, I feel like technology is like literally in a country in Nigeria. If you can even track our votes, everything is still being done by paper. Not because they cannot do it automatically, but because they can, that's the only way for them to get into corruption. Yeah, no, I, 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 I completely concur, you know. And sometimes when I, when I look, like, we, we can actually go on talking about the problems of, of Nigeria and we'll spend, you know, two hours here on this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but... I feel like when when you're blessed to see or notice a problem that means that you are either the solution or you can be part of the solution so when you when you look at yourself now as an individual you know you don't have so much power you know you're not the president you're not in the cabinet nothing but what can you do what can i do to contribute to a better society because at the end of the day if if you don't want your children or if your children are not going to be born in another country nigeria will be their country you know and if if they end up going up in nigeria and still experience what we are experiencing now what kind of story would we tell them so in your own way how can you contribute to a better nigeria so to i am Right now, I'm literally trying to make donations here and there because obviously money, I feel like it's important to like you need money to be able to do things. I feel like if I have money, mm. I can do a lot in Nigeria. So like myself and my husband, like this is something we actually want to do. Like we talk about how like we need to make it so that we can actually go and help people back home because like imagine helping people in Europe, that's fantastic to me. Like I feel like there's a lot that we can do and there's things that can happen um, I'm also like I'm going to obviously look into NGOs mm. and like do things for people. And my my main thing right now that I feel like um, we should start from is I'm really into mental health in Nigeria because I feel like if people can at least know that they are worth a lot mm-hmm. and um which is why I feel like yes, that's another thing another thing I was saying with the men in Nigeria, I'm not even I feel like our men too need to get emotional intelligence like for example, if our leaders can even see their lives um, as something like, for example, patients, um, good luck's wife, um, mm-hmm. when that stuff happened, she cried. And w- whether it was fake, whether it was real, <laughs> like that was the fact that it, it, it was a woman and yeah. genuinely the tears were like, they came out. Mm-hmm. And it was, she knew that, okay, this is something that I still need to even show tears for. Yeah, and yeah. But the people we have in power, lives are just nothing's them mm-hmm. it's like a game every like you hear everywhere politics is a game you see them switching parties on all mm. it's literally one party ruling the country and literally doing nothing to give a of two mm. it's a lot yeah but right now i'm literally that's my own thing if i could find a way to just like reach out um to men even just like if people can even just start little things like even just looking at things like just rape i know this is not part of it yet but just even things like rape and everything mm-hmm. it just all links to how men like not god forbid not all nigerian men but the average nigerian man doesn't have emotional intelligence to know that okay these things that like, you should be doing you mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing because it will affect somebody in this certain way and that's because 
naturally in the country we're not we're not trained to be natural and emotionally aware resilience yeah. resilience everything is removed removed and yeah yeah you know well this is i'm i'm, I'm very glad that we actually having this discussion because at the very least, I, I, I feel, you know, in some way we are bringing to light, you know, some of the problems and, and, and discussing some of the solutions. And we might not be able to, like, implement some of these ideas that we have or solutions that we have because we don't have the, the resources or the, the power to be able to do that. But I think just talking about it like this, you know, it's kind of like planting a seed somewhere, right? You know, and... Also, when you were talking about uh, emotional intelligence, and I, I think the other time when we were discussing that, I completely agreed with you and actually noticed it that it's true. A lot of us, you know, Nigerian men, you know, I, I, I can't generalize for everyone, but a lot of uh-huh. Nigerian men indeed don't, um, are not emotionally, um, would I say aware? I don't want to use the word stable, but like yeah. we, we put aside, you know, our emotions and really, we don't like look at our politicians mm-hmm. 10 20 people would die in a day and it's like it's normal business you know mm-hmm. in saner climbs if that happens you know you will see people it's everywhere on the news people are talking mm-hmm. about it crying and i think that ties into what we we're also discussing earlier like what is the value of a nigerian life do we even value our own selves and do we value or are we our brother's keepers because that's really another thing if you can value yourself and be a a a a, 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 a what's the word like to use i don't even know antagonistic towards other people or that mm-hmm. towards your neighbor yes if such a thing is I happening think... then the society is, is still in the same cycle of yes. you know, violence hate and all of that so mm-hmm. how can we learn like we need to learn to also be our brother's keeper and as long as we allow you know our ethnicity religion and all of that to to come between us then there might never be you know that kind of progress that we are looking for hmm. i i get that but do you know how long have you ever thought about how long it would take everyone to see this side i do you know i i don't even I feel like I've come, this might sound bad, but I've come to terms with the fact that not everybody can be one. I don't think there's a point that everybody can agree that everybody in Nigeria should be together, but I think it's the best thing that should be done. I don't think everyone is necessarily going to love religion. Like, if you look at every country in the world, there's mm-hmm. division of some sort. Like, even, for example, with Ireland, there's a big, like, it doesn't sound real, but you see the way we fight about, like, they take their deep about Protestants and Catholics. Like, mm, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I know their history. <laughs> yeah, they take it so deep on their head. Mm. So, in every country, there's going to be that... But you see how they all, I notice every, how they live together that we like Nigeria is that they are, every side is benefiting of some sort. Mm. And you see in Nigeria, the benefits, the benefits are imbalanced. So I'm not, I don't think the solution is get everybody to agree to love each other. No, trust me, if I'm benefiting from something, I don't have to love you. Guy, I'm going to come here and show you love anyway. <laughs> because it doesn't, it's not going to take anything from me. It's adding to my life. But if 
if you have to go and there's a lot of you have to keep bomb there's a lot of like the imbalance is a lot mm-hmm. and that's another thing that plays a part so i think it's it's going to be really hard to get people to love each other and see us as one i'm i'm sorry on that one i don't think it's possible i don't we just need to find a way that everybody can enjoy like trust me if your bad people are enjoying as much as evil people as much as house people right and um, i don't think anybody will be complaining if if people are getting equal not even equal land there's equity i think every, this is why i believe i okay another thing i think each state should should function as a, its own mini country mm-hmm. instead of the division like i believe in equity not equality with sex with everything i believe that it's like for example like I, like there's people in the north that need something they might need food mm-hmm. or let's even say they need a separate thing and like people in the south might be needing housing or something else i don't think every nigerian each place needs the same thing wants the same thing yeah. we don't have the same taste we don't have the same culture even with foods like even though we're using the same ingredients they are mm-hmm. made in different ways and this also shows that we also have different ways of thinking so mm-hmm. why is it that one way is being used to rule 700 and something tribes i think that is crazy that mm. we thought that that was gonna work i i still think that is sick um yeah so uh i i have just one more question before we wrap up and it's it's about uh 2023 um i i know a lot of people are looking forward to 2023 because it's like at least let there be something to uh, signal a restart you know uh uh, uh, something different from what we've been seeing in the past seven, almost seven years now. What's what's your take on 2023? Like, do you see that as a an opportunity for a restart, or like you you're not very hopeful in terms of it's the same thing that we're going to see all over again? Um, I'm on the latter. I'm not very hopeful <laughs> because, like, I don't know what we think will be done in two years of a damage that somebody has gone and has been doing for the past years you think they don't already have a game plan Mm. excuse me guys like these people are 10 steps ahead of us and it's unfortunate but i don't think anything is going to change because like elections as much as we try to vote as much as possible elections have never been straightforward in nigeria to my best knowledge i don't know if there's anywhere that elections have actually been done right mm. um in the country but even as much as the edo one that just happened recently that i followed there were still cor- corrupt things going on mm-hmm. they were just doing nonsense and that's still going to happen in 2023 whether we like it or not and yes or no it's still going to happen because well, that's the, except except that a new electoral law comes into into place do you think do you actually <laughs> this is a discussion now do you think this is possible well, I mean, the 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 last I heard of it, the the bill is still being discussed in the in the uh, national assembly. <laughs> so once they finalize that, the hope is that it's going to be sent to the president and he will sign it. <laughs> <laughs> president has not spoken to you. Put his word. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Oh my goodness! Oh no! Yeah, no, I yeah. Uh, I I really agree with you, and thank you so much, Faling, for um your thoughts and you know i i think if i want to look at, at a summary of of these things it's it's that our problems are not going to go away in you know in in two years or three years nope. um we need consistent 
uh, uh, solutions in 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 the mm-hmm. bottom tier. Actually, the other day I was, uh, you know, listening to one of these politicians. He's he's a senator anyway, and he was talking about the fact that, you know, even our local governments need, um, would I say, like a sort of revival because. At the end I of think the that's day, where we should start from. Yeah, at honestly. the end of the day, all these problems, you know, dig, uh, are deep. You know, they go down to the local government level. Mm-hmm. The federal government can can do so much, but they can never, you know, take care of a local government. Mm-hmm. And if a local government is not functioning as it's meant to be, then that's where you see all this crime building up from. You know, and yes. before you know it, it becomes a regional crisis and a national mm-hmm. crisis. You know, so I think there's a lot that we are, can do as a nation, um, and you, you know, we can play our part as individuals. For whoever is listening to this as a Nigerian, maybe you can start thinking of what part can I play to, you know, to move my nation forward or to get us in a in a better state than we are uh, uh, right now. And um, I think, as Faling was saying, equity, you know, is is very important. Um, for us to to get things right in this country and i think just one more point is that unity is not the same thing as uniformity so you don't have to be uniform you don't have to have the same ideas or beliefs to be able to be united yeah so even if for example i i don't like a certain person from a certain region or i don't Mm -hmm. like the way that they live or i can still function together with that person why because you know we there's a there's a course course, exactly there's a goal that we are uh, looking together at and we can we we don't care about how uniform or how the same we might look or not look um so yeah falling once again thank you so so much for your time and for being part of this why do i feel like today i was able to match your energy (laughs) (laughs) i I just i i I feel bad i was like you're just going to i pray i don't talk too much but it's my personality you guys just i love it yeah no i love it i always like it when you come with the passion and you know all of that so thanks again um do you want to talk a bit about what's happening in your life this year Oh yeah! Oh, I'm getting I'm getting married in July. Yes. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> yes, you're invited, everybody. I don't know where it is. Okay, it is. But if you want to, you can follow my Twitter page. I am underscore M five H B I V A C I O U S. Okay. So that we. I will send you personal invitations if you want to come. That that is great that you're you're inviting as many people as as possible. <laughs> no, I'm not inviting as many people. But yeah, you just see the whole Niger- Abuja coming to your wedding. Oh my god, that would be dramatic. But yes, yeah. So oh, thank you so much for having. Th- thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I think I also so really um. Yeah, I got new perspectives from from some of the things that you said, and um, you know, here's two people talking about Nigeria's problems that is somewhat bigger than them. Um, but um, it has, I think, yeah, maybe maybe a good way to 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 wrap this up will be to, you know, why don't we why don't we just pray for our country in in two minutes, like whatever whatever prayer that we can pray (laughs) let's pray for nigeria because i think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you know um yeah god is in control of of every nation 
he, he brings kings he he set, sends kings away he he turns the tides of nations in in the way that he pleases and chooses and i think a lot of people have been praying um, for nigeria and i do believe that our breakthrough is coming uh, soon oh yeah so but let's let's just say a quick two minutes prayer did, did, would you like to would you like to take that falling Oh, oh yeah, sure. I was doing so. I'm okay. about to pray. Please control the words that come out of my mouth. So she's just saying, yeah. Okay, in Jesus' name. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity. And we thank you for the knowledge and wisdom to discuss all these things that we have discussed today. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for even creating awareness and bringing this to our attention because it, we know it's not by our power, it's not by our mind that mm-hmm. brought all of this to our attention, oh God. And Lord Jesus, we're very grateful. So we just want to use this opportunity to say thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Lord, we ask, oh God, that Holy Spirit, oh God, you come before us, oh God. We use us as a point of contact to all your children, oh Lord, all of, every Nigerian all around the world that is calling on you, oh God, for that country, oh God. Lord mm-hmm. Jesus, you will not abandon us because you can't just leave us like that and mm. lord jesus you all promised to listen to us you said we should come and ask for anything in your name mm. and you do for us mm. and lord jesus we are asking the holy spirit take absolute control of what's going on in nigeria mm. put in our minds the right things so god the right knowledge the right link us with the right people with mm. the, put us in the right countries so god let mm. us in places oh god put us in the right positions all around the world oh god mm-hmm. that will help us oh god take nigeria to where it needs to be oh god mm-hmm. i know something great is coming oh god and father mm-hmm. lord reveal yourself to everyone in that country oh god mm-hmm. let your spirits be there oh god everything that is not of you in that country lord jesus take it away mm-hmm. because you have blessed us so much and we are grateful for everything that you have given to us oh god mm-hmm. and lord jesus help us to use all these things that you are given to us to serve you mm-hmm. our resources our time our people our government mm-hmm. everything Lord, that you have given to us, the trees, the land, mm. help us to oh God that we will always use it to exalt you, oh God, mm. and let your name be highly exalted in Jesus' name. I'm saying, my friend, amen. 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 amen.